0: Welcome to Tuscan Radio, I'm your host, Drew Gretch. It's just me today, Michael could not make it. Uh, he's, he's got a volleyball tournament this weekend, so... Uh, good luck, Michael. It's also you, you, your birthday day, so happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> I'm recording this a bit late, so... Yeah, happy birthday, Michael. Good luck at your tournament. But By the time you're listening to this, you're probably already done, so... Hope that you did great. Um, and yeah, guys, today, we are talking all about... The Book of Boba Fett, Season 2, or Season 1, Episode 2, excuse me, uh, Chapter 2, The Tribes of Tatooine. So, you know, we did our instant take, myself and Michael, on on Wednesday, but now, where we got all, our, all of our initial thoughts out but now it's time to talk about what you guys thought uh, about Episode 2, to go more in-depth with uh some of my things so we're actually going to start off with your listener feedback uh specifically for chapter two and then after that if there's anything that i want to talk about that i didn't get the chance to talk about we'll do that at the end so i think that's how we're gonna do these things now is we'll be doing um we'll be starting off these episodes with listener feedback and then we'll if there's other stuff that we want to touch on we'll touch on that at the very end so Starting off right here from the tweet that I put out, if I can, uh, if I can pull this up from, uh, from Wednesday when I tweeted out, uh, what did everyone think of the book of Boba Fett chapter two? I thought this episode was much better than last week's pr- premiere and I can't wait for the next five episodes. So some of you guys did respond to that. Miss Moo says, loves it. I want a whole season of Boba and the Tuscan Raiders. Um, maybe not a full season. I I like you know, my my theory when we when I first did the trailer breakdown about two months ago at this point. man, that was two months ago. Um, my theory was that maybe it would be like a ninety minute premiere episode. And we get all this stuff with the Tuscans out of the way in the first in the first episode. Uh but no, it seems like they're breaking that story up a bit uh, and doing it all at once. I hope that next, that this week's episode, chapter three, is gonna be a lot more, like, evenly divided. Oh, uh, full spoilers, by the way, for the first two episodes of, of the show, if you guys didn't know. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's probably gonna, you know, like, now, I, I think that the Tuscan story, took one episode to set up, and then we, we got in, in the swing of things. I think maybe the, um... The Crime Lord story took two episodes to do set up, and now we're gonna start to see, like, half-hour stories. And it'll be, like, one-hour episodes, which... Big fan of that. Big, big fan of that. Cooper Anderson r- r- writes in, to be honest, I don't really care about the Tuscan writer p- parts of the show. So there we go. Complete opposite. Complete opposite. So... Miss Moo loves the Tuscan things, and Cooper A- Anderson hates them. That is quite an, an interesting. I I think I'd prefer to have more stuff with the crime lords. That to me is more interesting. It's it, it's what they promoted in the show. Like in in, in all the trailers, it seemed like the show was about the stuff. At, it seemed about after mando season two so naturally that's what i'm more interested in um this episode did make me more interested in the tusk Raider storylines we'll see how that progresses uh in the coming out episodes but yeah um just that dynamic there between like people really loving it and not liking it as much it's really interesting to me and i really hope that this show will find a way To satisfy the fans who are big on the Tuscan stuff, and also uh, the fans who want more of the Crime Lord parts, I'd love to see that. Uh, Sephiroth Genova Crescent writes in saying both episodes were amazing. I can't fathom what people aren't liking about the series so far. The reason I wasn't all that big on the first episode was I just thought the pacing. I thought the pacing in episode one wasn't all that great because you had about a seven-minute segment at the beginning. Um, set in the past. And then, like, a ten-minute s- segment set at the end set in the past. And then you had the stuff in, in the middle being uh, in, in the present. And... I thought the pacing this episode was a lot better where you have uh, the stuff in, in the present and then we jump back to the past. I hope this episode, it might be a bit reversed in, in chapter three, where we could get, where we'll get like m- maybe a 15 minute story set in the past. And then we can really dive into what's going on after Mandalorian season two. Because if, if, if this story in, in the present has not really picked up by the end of, of episode three, like if, if we're sitting here next week saying, yeah, if I really want the story to start in, in episode four, at that point, you've wasted half your episodes. So I just really hope that this show can really get going this week. I, I hope this show can really get going. Like, I, I think we're fully invested in, in Tuscan storyline. Or at least, you know, s- some some of us aren't like Cooper Anderson. That's totally fine. That is the subjectivity of art. But I really want to see stuff in the present take precedence in, in this week's episode. I, I really want to see that i want to learn more about the the twins i want to learn more about the world of tatooine uh you know set a few years after return of the jedi i i want to see that starting in chapter three and it's this isn't even so much as like not living up to fan expectations because i've always said and i will always say if your reason for disliking something is that it didn't live up to your fan expectations. You are setting yourself up for, for failure, but there's a difference between that and just we're three episodes in now. We have four left and your story has not yet started. It was a big problem that I had with Hawkeye. Like the, the show ended and I looked around at it, and I was like, I don't ev- even feel like it started. Like, and not just in terms of, like, the release schedule, just, like, the storytelling technique that Hawkeye utilized. Where it just, it started, and then things happened for six hours, and then it ended. And I don't want to feel that way about the book of Boba Fett. I really don't want to feel that way. So, I'd say my biggest problem with this show so far is the pacing. Um it was a bigger problem in the first episode than in the second, but still I, I want to see the story in, in the present progress more. I think there are a lot of really interesting things you can do with it. I feel they've been set up. I feel now is the perfect time for them to start that story. A uh, warthog driver. Dave says just Frank Her- Herbert, George Lucas, George Miller and John Favreau. In a circle, shaking hands, w- watching this episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, George Favreau, Frank Her- Herbert, obviously uh, I know them. Who's George Miller? Uh, let's see. But yeah. Uh, Herbert wrote Dune, so yeah. This episode r- 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 reminded me a whole lot of Dune. I was r- reminded of Dune a whole lot. Oh, he's the creator of the Mad Max f- franchise. Yeah, totally. Totally, I, this totally felt like Mad Max to me. Totally felt like that, and I I love that. You guys know, my, and this is controversial, I know that. My favorite piece of live-action Star Wars is Chapter 9, The Marshal, the season 2 premiere of The Mandalorian. That's my favorite piece of of live-action Star Wars. I I love that episode just so much, and I love that, like, just because... It develops the lore of Tatooine in such a way that we've never seen before in canon on screen. And this episode did that too. Because we're, we're seeing that the how much the, the Tuscans utilize drugs. <laughs> so it's that was just so so incredibly interesting to me. And I want to see more of that throughout the series. Again, though, I just want to see the stuff in the present. Take a bit more precedence moving forward, because I I feel that when people like the the story that this will, the story that the Book of Boba Fett will play in the in the Star Wars universe, and especially uh, in the Mandalorian related series in in the Mandalverse, people are going to be talking it. Like in in universe, people are going to be talking about the present stuff. Okay. I, I don't, it, it's important to the character, but in, in terms of importance to the star Wars universe as a whole, I don't feel that anything that ha- happens with, with Tusken Raiders matters all that much. At, at least that's how I feel right now. We'll see how that changes m- moving on in, in the show. Uh, but yeah, uh, Herbert and Lucas and, and Miller and Favreau, uh, yeah, they're definitely sh- shaking hands right now. Uh, L- the Lonely Abandoned Beagle writes way better than last week's episode. I don't disagree. I-, I don't think that last week's episode was bad. I just thought that there were a lot of things they could have done differently. It's it- it set up like, I mean, honestly, and again, I don't, I-, I don't feel that release schedule should play a part in enjoyment of, of a show but i think a lot of people would have liked the first episode a whole lot more had we gotten a two episode premiere you know it, it it's just we got a lot more in this episode than we did in uh in chapter 1 and yeah it, it's going to be fine i mean we 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 just get to wake up on one more wednesday morning and we get to just take a sigh of release of of relief and know that we are about to jump back into Star Wars for an, a, another hour. I love that. I I love that. I I love what Disney Plus has done with their show. So now, uh, get, so that's it from the uh, sort of prompted feedback, and and I hate to call it because I I value each and every piece of, of feedback that we get, but the boss, the boss has written in once again. Uh, the boss sends in four pieces of feedback about Chapter 2. Let's go. To the boss sent in some other feedback regarding just the state of Star Wars. Uh, we'll cover that when, when Michael is back on the show next week because I know how much Michael likes to be here to talk about the boss's feedback. So, uh, at Tuscan Radio Pod, EP2Feedback1 slash, uh, much better episode longer for a star longer for a start which is an immediate positive much much better pacing loved the whole flashback though it had the standard trope of a foreigner comes in teaches the experienced native something new yeah um again the pacing i thought in this episode was much superior to that in the first one much superior to um the the pilot episode um yeah this show does seem a bit like um dancing with wolves avatar-esque especially in the way that it's shot like that scene with the tree toward the end really felt a lot like avatar to me so yeah um i uh yeah i'm a bit tired of that trope i hope it's not I hope that we don't see it in every episode. I-, I hope it's just in this one, and then that is it. But, you know, we will probably see it a couple more times in this show. Uh, the boss goes on saying, I thought the reason to attack the train was uh, spurious. I that that you're from England. Is that some, some sort of British speak? <laughs> is, is that a word? S- spurious. Uh, not being able. Oh, false. Oh, oh okay. So it's just fake. Uh, thought the reason to attack the the train was spurious. Why did the pikes not? Why did the pikes attack the the Tuscans? Not like the the Tuscans had mounted an, an attack. They were justifying their position. Black Chewie was awesome. I reckon the assistant to the mayor is the dodgy guy. Um. So the pikes attacked the Tuscans because they're you know they saw them and there is the stigma about the Tuscan Raiders that we saw a, a lot of in the Mandalorian both seasons so there there there's that there there's the stigma there, and I feel like that has a lot to do with it. I feel that has quite a bit to do with why the Pikes attacked the Tuscan Raiders. Uh, and, and the Chieftain even mentions in the episode, there are other groups of, or something along the lines of, there are other groups of Tuscans who are writers. You know, they are, um, they're not, they're they're much more warrior-like than we are. We're, we're m- more peaceful. So I think that's very, so I, I think that's, interesting and i hope it is explored in in this series i I hope that's the big overarching plot of what this show is so but then after this i i kind of hope we're we're done with tuscan raiders for a bit like i i hope they're not a big part of kenobi or like maybe maybe in in this show we get something like um well how'd you learn to do that and then the when the tuscan's like well well a sexy old Jedi ta- taught us this a long time ago, and it's like, oh, well, there's the little Kenobi connection there, you know? Um, but again, that does sort of make the universe feel a bit smaller, which I'm not a fan of. Like, when, when a crossover can work and make sense, do it. But don't do it in everything. Like, do not connect everything back to Tusken Raiders. Um. Yeah, Black Tree was w- was awesome. Uh, Black Kersantan can't wait to see more of him, and that could be little connection there on how Doctor Afra could show up. I'd love to see that. I know that Michael is a really big Doctor Afra fan. He was super excited to see uh, Black Kersantan in this in this episode. Um, I reckon the assistant to the mayor is the dodgy guy. I don't know, I don't know. Oh wait, wait. Do you mean the like the the guy at the desk, or the Twi'lek? Because I think the guy at the desk is just another guy at a desk. I don't think he has anything to do with it. But the major domo, yeah, I, he, I, he, I just don't like him. He he feels a bit off. There's something that feels off about the major domo and the mayor himself um the the mayor himself does feel a bit odd i'm not quite sure where they're going with it i'm really not cuz i don't think this show ends in an all out gang war purely because there is no you know, what, you know what maybe it does because we we've seen there is like virtually nobody at Boba's palace. Because it's Boba's palace now, not Jabba's. There is virtually no one at Boba's, at Boba's palace. And maybe all the Tuscans can come together. I don't know. Like, maybe that's how these stories will, will connect. And I do find it a bit odd. Like, I think there's going to be something that happens between Boba and the Tuscans. Because there is a reason why Boba has not gone back to... The village just yet, so I I wonder if that's going to be explored. If if we're going to see a, like a, a war between the uh, between like crime syndicates on Tatooine and um, and the Tusken Raiders, I I think that would be very in- interesting. The Bosco is on saying the whole dream scene for the stick was very much like Black Panther. Ju- just just an, uh, an observation. The action scenes in the, the train heist where Fire reminded me of the episode from Mandalorian. Which episode from Mandalorian? I don't remember. Was there a train heist in Mandalorian? Let's I don't think there was. Do you mean the, uh, do you mean the cray Dragon stuff? If you meant the cray Dragon stuff, absolutely. And I, I, I feel that's probably what you mean. And I think that's what they were going for. But I I kinda of hope they really don't keep on doing that because it's it's one thing to homage the original trilogy. Okay? That's one thing. It's another thing to homage an episode of a show you created a little bit over a year ago. That is something that's completely different. So Yeah, I I I hope it's, it's more just like, here, remember when we did this? Let's do it again. Because if, if they keep on doing that, it just gets lazy. It just gets lazy. And I don't attribute Jon Favreau or Dave Filoni with being lazy. So, yeah, but the, the train heist stuff was awesome. My favorite part of that was when the warrior was when she popped her her head up and then she went back under took out one guy and then took, and took out the, the other pike I thought that was awesome that was awesome I, I love that scene so much yeah the, the the whole dream scene reminded me of Black Panther it reminded me of Lion King it reminded me a whole lot of The Witcher on Netflix which is great uh, if you guys have, have not seen The Witcher yet season 1 is fantastic season 2 is quite good not as good as season 1 but it, it is still pretty good. Um, but yeah, so last thing here from the boss, uh, overall, very happy with the episode, mo- mostly due to the longer length. I mean, episodes are just, a PETA. L- l- looking forward to how Boba meets Fennec Shand. It's good they've not dragged out the flashbacks. We need to know how he he, he was saved, etc. So h- hoping to see more present day. I I disagree on, on that last part. We did not need to see how Boba escaped, okay? We did not need to see that. That's something that we've wanted to see as fans for a long time. It's something that I wanted to see. But for the story that this show is telling, and again, we, we've seen about... A third. So we 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 have seen about twenty eight twenty nine percent of the whole story of, of the show because it, it's seven episodes. You know, let, let's see. What is the exact uh, two sevenths? Yeah. So we so we've seen about twenty eight percent of the series so far, and from where it stands right now. I don't think we needed to have seen anything with the, the the Tuscans. I think it helps build out Boba's story. I think for the story of the character of Boba Fett, yes, we need to see it. But for the book of Boba Fett, no. No, I, I don't think it's something we, we needed to see. I'm happy that we're seeing it. I'm a little bit concerned at how focused the show has been on Tusken Raiders. Just a little bit concerned. Um, I, I... Again, I am much more intrigued by stuff with uh, the Crime Lords and the, the Twins. I thought that was hysterical when the Twins showed up. And Black um, I, I I also really think we're going to see how Boba meets... Fennec Shand I, I really do think that we're going to see that because that is important to the story that is important to the story because the relationship between Boba and Fennec is what this show is essentially built on and how that whole dynamic works and this whole idea of is it a life debt, or does she actually want to help out Boba Fett? I don't think that there's anything romantic between them. Which I'm happy about. I don't think I don't think it needs to be. Um. I mean, they're both very attractive people, so something were to happen, it just makes sense. But from a story per- perspective, I'm glad there hasn't. But. Um, I'm gonna disagree with you on how they have not dragged out the flashbacks i i think they i think they've spent a bit too much time on the flashbacks thus far so yeah that is it from the boss uh thank you the boss so so much for sending in feedback it's always great to see those uh twitter no no notifications coming through saying the boss has sent the the boss tweeted at you I'll, i'll always love to see that um so now i'm gonna get into my notes that i'd taken on second episode i actually don't think any of this we actually talked about uh so this so i thought that the interrogation scene at the beginning was really great I thought that was a great scene. I especially like the part where they were like, perhaps the Rancor will make you think differently. Of course, we know that the, the Rancor's gone. But, um there's just different things there, are like, there were rumors, I think, that maybe Java had multiple or or all of it, so... So yeah, uh, I always just love anything that has to do with Jabba's palace, and especially because like in uh, the Bad Batch there was Moochie. so maybe that had would 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 have had something to do with it. But yeah, <laughs> uh, the Order of the Night Wind. We were I'd forgotten what what they were called, what the assassins were called when we did our instant take on Wednesday morning, but they're called the order of the night wind um so so no that's really all i really got for the uh the flat for the present day things that we have not already talked about on the show so going back through the flashbacks now um the tuscan warrior and boba fett can understand each other during the training which Leads to me to, to assume there's a bit of a time jump there. Because there's, I mean, it's got to cover five years. Remember, it's got to cover, they got to cover five years. So I'd assume it's maybe been about two, three months or so. And and we'll see the time jumps progress longer and longer. I personally think that we'll see the kid grow up. I think we'll see the, the kid grow. Because Boba is really going to look the same. So I, I think we're gonna because they're not gonna I, I don't see them really telling us at all how much time has passed. I, I, I think it's gonna be more through uh the other the other things. Like the, the age of, of the kid. Thought that the train was super cool. We saw Cami and, and Fixer at uh at that bar, which was awesome. And so I think we know that th- there are two gangs. There are two gangs there. Um and I'm, I'm a bit glad about that because I thought that the setup for the, the 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 gang in the first episode was super interesting and I want to see that to be a th- I don't, I want that to be a thread that's sort of carried out through the rest of the season and it's just like, oh, it's the pikes and they're going about their way and'm like that's kind of a waste, but i'm I'm glad it's two separate gangs. I'm real glad it's two separate gangs like a bantha. I've been watching edits of Boba's dancing all week. It's really funny. I I enjoy that so, so much. I really love seeing all of that right there. (laughs) Um, We finally see the faces of the Pike Syndicate, which I love, love seeing the face of them. It's just adding to the lore there. Um, I saw one person on Twitter uh, say that when the the pilot droid jumps out the window, it should have immediately been swooped up by the 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 Jawas. I thought that would have been amazing. That would have been really funny. I I think. Um, you know they 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 dump out some spice, and the only thing I thought of was. So all I thought of was um, was Trace from from Clone Wars just dumping the spice. And I'm sorry, guys. I made you think about Trace, from Clone Wars. Um, I tried not to think about that arc as as much as I possibly can. Um, and we we were again just reinforced on the idea that you know because Boba gave the the pikes as much, just gave them just enough water to make it to anchorhead. the i the idea the the, the notion that on the sands of tatooine water is, is currency you know it's just never really been explored and it's being explored here in, in subtle ways and i really love that it just adds so much to the lore in my opinion and i, I want to see s- some more of it uh lizard drugs it's some, some lizard drugs, which I thought was a bit odd, but you know, wh- why not? Why not? Um, it seems like the lizard guides all Tusken Raiders to this tree to get branches for the Gaffy stick. So that was something like I hadn't really understood uh, until I watched it a second time. It just it guides them all there, and and. I think that's actually an interesting concept and notion where maybe there's a minor plot line in one episode where the kid is scared to go and Boba has to comfort him. You know, I think that'd be cool. I thought that the welding montage was awesome. It reminded me a lot of the scenes with the armorer in the first season of The Mandalorian. So yeah. Uh, the concept art at the end confirmed that the Jawas were the red eyes at the tree. I didn't pick up on that until I took a, a look at the uh, at the concept art. So, yeah. Uh, so that's really it, guys, for chapter two of Book of Boba Fett. So, like, now I'm just going to talk about where I think this show could be going and I really just already did touch on this a lot, but we got some news this week that uh chapter six chapter six, the episode that premieres on February second, is both written and directed by Dave Filoni. Now the last episode that Dave Filoni directed In The Mandalorian brought back Ahsoka Tano. So I feel like there are a lot of questions going around right now. Just like, okay, is there a a legacy character who will appear in the Book of Boba Fett? In, specifically, Chapter 6. And I really don't know. I really don't know. I don't think Mace Windu is in the show. I don't think there's any reason for Mace Windu to be in, in the series. I really don't. Truly. I think if there is a character, it's going to be Cad Bane. Maybe for that episode we jump back do an earlier flashback. And we see a Clone War story in live action. I don't think it's likely, but I'm just gonna throw that one out there. So I, I think that could be um, an interesting concept to explore. Um, yeah, but that's it. Really, it for chapter six. We know that uh, there are there there were some other news that, that that's going around about. This show, um, we, we've actually got some news about some pre production things, a uh, uh, mandate on, on the series. So we're just going to go, go into some news now about Book of Buffett in general. Um, so Dave Klein, the director of photography, went on uh, Kevin Smith's podcast, uh, Fat Man Beyond there and said th- there's a full animatic of every episode the, the way the volume works you have to know what you're doing a- a- ahead of time you have to light your backgrounds a- in vr and it's like a four-month process be- between lighting those backgrounds and seeing them on the volume so that's crazy just like how long pre-production takes on a show like this It, it- it's crazy uh uh, Tim Morrison, when asked about a Luke Skywalker moment, said, "says, who are are we talking about? Who it is that guy, Luke Skywalker? This is the book of Boba Fett that we're talking about here. Who's the the, the other guy mentioned? Isn't he in though? Who's other big movies? This is the book of Boba. Okay. Yeah, I I don't think." Luke Skywalker's gonna be in this show. I don't. There is no place for him in, in this show. Truly, there is no place... For, for Luke Skywalker. I don't think that he's... Now, Han Solo? That might be a different story. Um... But... Uh, again... Uh, again... I don't think that we're going to be seeing a whole lot of um, other sort of cameos in this series, other than you know, uh, Cad Bane potentially, Han Solo, maybe Doctor Aphra. Again, I'm 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 holding strong. I think Cobb Vanth is in the series. I think that Cobb Vanth is in the series. I'm make a bet with with Michael. After chapter three, if Cad Bain or Cad Cobb Vanth is in this show or not, assuming that Cobb Vanth is not in chapter three, I I I really do think that he's in in this in this show. Um, and you know we we are hearing like Tim Morrison saying a lot like, get ready for episode seven, episode seven. Is gonna be nuts. So, I just cannot wait to to see that. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's all that much else to really say about Book of Boba Fett, guys. About Chapter 2, at least. So... Yeah, thank you guys just so so much for listening to the show. Uh, send in your feedback at Tuscan Radio Pod on Twitter, and we will read it here on the show. Uh, make sure to to check out another Marvel podcast. We just released our review of Daredevil season one, which is superb storytelling. Uh, yeah, guys. So we'll be back on Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning, with instant take early morning instant instant take on chapter three i cannot wait to talk about chapter three guys i think chapter three will hopefully be the best ep- episode thus far hopefully it's the, th- it's the best episode thus far because i think the first one was okay i really really liked this episode i really i really liked it we'll see how that changes you know, as this show goes on, but, you know, we'll see, we will see, I mean, we have five episodes left, we only have five left, guys, Uh, and then we got a bit of a break, and we got Kenobi, and we got uh, Andor, we're gonna get the Bad Batch season two sometime this year, which I can't wait for season two Bad Batch, I really hope that Bad Batch season two kicks up from season one because i I think season two is going to be really great for the bad batch and then mandalorian season three which is going to be freaking incredible especially like i really hope there are some big connections and teases about mando season three at the end of book of oba fett like i I really want to get a better sense of where season three is going to go like, probably just a post-credits scene with, with Dinjarin or something. But still, that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. So thank you guys so, so much for listening. I'm Drew Gretsch. May the Force be with you always. I have spoken.